This is the News Radio 560 KPQ podcast with all the latest from around North Central Washington and the state. You can keep up with the latest 24 hours a day at kpq.com. Travel through downtown Chelan is back to normal after a city block was closed during a fire Thursday afternoon. The Manson Volunteer Fire Association says crews from Manson and Chelan were sent to a second alarm fire on Wapato Way where they found dark smoke coming from the apartment above and behind the Sunset Bar and Grill. Now, Wapato Way, that was closed while crews put out the fire and cleared smoke from the building with ventilation fans. Further details and a cause of the fire have not been released yet. A royal city man with a long history of violent crime has been sentenced to over 42 years in prison for a string of armed robberies as well as shooting a sheriff's deputy. According to our news partner i 501 Jesus Torres robbed three stores in Grant and Douglas County in November of 2020 before getting into a chase with law enforcement and firing several shots during the pursuit, striking one deputy in the foot. Torres pled guilty in Grant County Superior Court to charges including assault while armed with a deadly weapon, robbery, and drive-by shooting. This is at least the fourth shooting Torres is connected to. Kyle Lamb, News Radio 560 KPQ. The Chelan Douglas Health District will remain closed today after closing down at noon Thursday. Now, the district says it's prioritizing keeping the testing site of the Town Toledo Center open, that's theirs, and making sure enough staff is available to do things like answering phones. It's that serious for them. CDHD has been experiencing a very high call volume lately and is stressing that callers need to follow their phone prompts carefully. Now, the district expects more temporary business closures throughout the region over the next two weeks as the Omicron variant continues to peak. The Grant County Health District is reporting five more confirmed COVID deaths since the start of January. Misty Aguilar with the Health District says the passings bring Grant County's total to 231 since the start of the pandemic. They were all females and three were unvaccinated. Two have unknown vaccination status. They were residents of Moses Lake in Ephrata, ages 40s, 60s, 70s, and 90s, and they all had underlying health conditions. Aguilera added that the health district is very focused on getting test kits out into the community. Check the district's Facebook page for various testing locations within the county. Washington State Attorney General Bob Ferguson is focusing attention now on the Stevens Pass ski area after his office received 80 complaints about the resort within the past two months. Ferguson calls that number significant and is now asking anyone who has issues with the resort to file a complaint with his office. In addition, about 40,000 people have signed a petition demanding the owners boost staffing at Stevens Pass and open up more of its closed-off terrain for activity. Now, the owners have hired a new general manager to address the mounting problems at the resort. Ferguson has not said what action, if any, his office is taking against Stevens Pass. A grocery industry group will pay an $18 million fine after a decision by the Washington State Supreme Court. The court issued its finding Thursday that the group, now known as Consumer Brands Association, broke state campaign finance laws in its fight against a food labeling ballot initiative in 2013. The group spent more than $11 million against the initiative that would have required labeling of genetically modified foods, but did not reveal large donations from companies such as Coca-Cola and Nestle. The donors were identified after a lawsuit from State Attorney General Bob Ferguson's office. Numerous news outlets report the group will now try to take its case to the U.S. Supreme Court. Broad District State Senator Brad Hawkins legislation 
legislation with a focus on affordable housing is headed to our committee hearing on Wednesday. Now, Hawkins says he originally formed a partnership with Leavenworth Mayor Carl Fleury to pen the legislation with a goal to give local government flexibility to spend launching tax funds for workforce housing. And kind of shifted gears to a little different opportunity on a similar idea, provide counties some more flexibility in utilizing an existing tax stream for workforce housing. But I am trying to transition away from using the lodging tax to this other existing tax. So under this new arrangement, the funding source would change from a lodging tax to sales and use taxes on infrastructure such as roads and bridges. Thank you for listening to the News Radio 560 KPQ podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and, as always, keep up with the latest at our website, kpq.com. This podcast is a copyrighted production of Cherry Creek Media and News Radio 560 KPQ.